Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. disturbing to me i can only imagine what it looks like to you there we go all right so yeah i got my new desk situated now you don't have to look at the junk in my garage anymore okay <laughs> there we go i do need better lighting though i'm looking a little washed out a little haggard of course that could just be me at this age yeah <laughs> oh, oh man so uh this wow. is What's up? Huh? What? No, this week's uh, Cyrus drawing is uh, Chris Cyborg. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to see what you do with that. I, uh, and neither can I. I've been actually <laughs> trying it for over a week. And, lots uh, of, lots of unnatural angles. It is. She's got a, she's got a, yeah. Wow. You, you, there, you said it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I can seriously that one. I can see how that would be a challenge. Yeah. I, I, I think actually I've been putting it off because it is so terrible. Maybe you just lean into the cyborg and make a lot of mechanical parts. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, there's just not a lot of, uh, I don't know what the right word is feminine to that. That's probably the best word. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. Well, good luck I mean, with it, that. Yeah. It's just, it's hard because I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. I've got pictures of her that she just looks like, I mean, you know, she's got that smush, smush nose, yeah. boxer nose. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's some where they've like, made up her face when you're like well she's kind of pretty and then you're kind of like going oh my god she's got mash lips too and a giant nose and and you're not sure what the hell color her hair is and she's got cornrows sometimes and i yeah uh, hg i mean I, i'm looking at one in profile where she looks like a freaking man there's yeah. a lot of those yeah um yeah, I was just looking to see if I could find anything that would help, and not so much. Yeah. It's because uh, she's got a weird face shape, and uh, oh man, I, and I lots just, of I don't know. and lots of unflattering angles on that unusual face shape. It's I can see how it's challenging. Yeah. Okay. Well, now so gonna, anyway, sorry. now I'm gonna have nightmares. Um, <laughs> Uh, hey, guess what? This is episode 23 of Slurp Toast, a podcast. Look at me. I can lean back now. I can pull my mic all the way over here where I'm at. This is very exciting. Nice. Yeah. So what's going on with you, bud? Uh, this thing. <laughs> Just your ongoing quest to find a hook on Chris Cyborg. Is that really it? God, yeah. Jesus. It's like, I think I've got, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I'm, um, yeah, I'm turning lines off, turning lines on. Like her nose. So, I, I, oh, God, why the fuck does he pick these people? I actually had to pass on some last week because, uh, one, I was under the weather. 
Uh-oh. And two, it was just, uh, you know, a couple of these weird side of beef guys that, you know. Nothing to do, nothing to work with, huh? No. It, it, Seriously, I think you lean into the cyborg. I'm, I'm, the, the more I think about it, the more I think that's the way you go. Yeah, you just lean. lean heavily into the cyborg. Make her look like uh, Vic Stone. Put the red <laughs> eye on her. <laughs> or, you know, Terminator. Do something like that. Yeah. Uh, it may be the way to go. Because there is like just so not feminine. I mean... <sighs> Yeah, I've looked at these guys and keep looking at them, and, and like, the hair is the hard. The hair is a tough one because it's like she normally well, only goes with the cornrows on like fight day. I mean, like these typically the female fighters go cornrow on fight day, so it doesn't get in their way. Well, I get that, but uh, man, God, fuck! All right. <laughs> I, so, I don't know. what was you said? You were under the weather. What's going on? What happened? Allergies and allergy meds. That'll do it. Yep. And so, yeah. After, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. After uh, Saturday, I think I slept for uh, about uh, twelve hours. Nice. Yeah. Um, because I just was wiped out. Could not, could not make it. Could not make it. So, anyway, that's it. What's going on with you? I, I that's the whole thing. I, I've, 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 I've been very, very nothing, nothing <laughs> at all. Just all goddamn. No, no. It's just I, I feel bad because I'm trying to. I don't know. I don't want to make her look like a total beefhead, but wow. <laughs> You know, uh, let's see. Uh, I got a I got a noise complaint from my uh, neighborhood association today because of the garage band. That was nice. Oh, told that's us good. to cease and desist with the band in the garage. Actually, oh wow, because <laughs> because seven eighteen year old boys don't have any common sense, as you might recall, and uh, they were here practicing Friday. That was fine. They spent most of the day in the garage, and then we let them go too late. And they weren't bright enough to turn it down Stop. appropriately. And uh, apparently we didn't know until the next day or the day after that the uh, sheriffs rolled up and came into the garage to tell them to turn it off. But they were wrapping up already, putting stuff away. But we got visited by the police about the noise. Uh, but we weren't notified about of that by uh, the, the, El, the children. El Pollo, yeah, no. So, um, yeah. So that was, <laughs> I got that complaint today. I'm like, but they were polite about it and they, you know, sent me a Google map with all of the places nearby that you can rent practice space and said, go oh. to one. So, you know, I guess that's helpful. I don't know. So I get to have that conversation with Chucklehead. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we're no longer your practice space. However, apparently one of his uh, friends who's in the band, uh, her dad has some sort of recording set up and uh, they were going over there today uh, p- potentially to put some some stuff down. Um, so we may be getting some some custom outro music out of it. So that'll be cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. They recorded a little video of something they'd written, put together him and the guitar player. It was not bad. It would be, I told him it'd be really cool outro music. And he says, I don't know, I'll plug, plug the band. So he's going to see about giving me, a, 
give me something I can use. So we'll see. We may have we may have custom music by next time we do this. All right then. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Suburban Curse. Is that the name? That's the name. I actually bought him uh, bought him the domain name for his birthday. So now I have oh. been put together a website. Well, look at you, dad of the year kind of stuff. Kind of, yeah. I ought to just put it through my WordPress account. That way I can turn it off when I want to. Although the, I own the domain, so I can turn it off whenever I want to anyway. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Maintain control. So. <laughs> just nothing feminine about this one. No. Jesus Christ. No, there is not. So uh, we may be getting a food delivery at some point during the uh, recording this evening. My wife and... Uh, oldest son, uh, we made a Costco run, and they went to to the to the far house up at the top of the hill. And I was, I said, I'd unload and uh, get ready for this. So I may be getting a food delivery. I don't know. All right. We'll then. See. Um, so yeah, let's see what else. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you should stop. You really just should stop. You know, it's really weird because I have and the same thing happened to me like the last guy that I was supposed to draw over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just, I couldn't, I, I'd hit the wall and just like this crashed. Right. Um, anyway, um, it's putting right, me, it's put, this is putting me in the mind of like Medusa Michelli. Remember her, the female wrestler from the eighties, like when they, when they did her up, right. She was an attractive woman that you always do, but then you'd see her without the makeup and, and like gussied up and you go, Oh yeah, that's what she really looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's rough. I, I just, anyway, God, I, and I did, I thought I had a sketch in my book that just looked right. She's, uh, I got to stop. You're right. You're absolutely right. I need to, uh, to stop. You need, I couldn't get of, it. You need a mental sorbet. Yes. A mental, <laughs> I just, uh, wow. I, I'm just appalled at. Uh... Well, while you're while, while you're she's got like really square lit. I. <laughs> you just make her look like a Lego person. I'm getting close. Uh, you know, <laughs> for some reason, the last couple that he has sent me have been really, really hard. Yeah. Like, what the hell color is she? Is she black? Is she Mexican? Uh, I think she's. Hispanic. I mean, cyborg I think, is. I think it not, was. I think it was Santos before it was cyborg, but don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, or she trademarked that name. Um, <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Uh, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. Right away. Uh, oh yeah. So you remember how we had the big freeze here, like yeah. in February, and lost electricity for like. 48 hours and nearly froze to death in my own home. Right. So, so now they're telling us that our grid can't handle the extreme heat either. We were assured that it, could, it was built to handle the heat, not the cold. And now they're telling us, uh, yeah, you need to like uh, put your thermostat at 78 and uh, not run any appliances. Cause if the grid goes down, nobody's going to have power for a month. <laughs> and I'm thinking <laughs> You have, you, they've had two special sessions since the freeze. They've not addressed this. But what they did do was uh, make open carry, unlicensed open carry legal. So I have a sneaking suspicion that uh, if the power grid goes down, there could be uh, 
an insurrection with a lot of uh, unlicensed open carry folks storming the Capitol. We'll see. So, but you know, so that's hey, that's what you got. Your uh, wow. Okay, I, I thought they were going to privately fund the wall too. Yeah. Oh God, I think uh, Greg Abbott started a Kickstarter for that this week, or a GoFundMe or something. I saw he was taking public donations, so I think he's crowdfunding the wall now. What's uh, what uh, future office is he bucking for? Um, I don't know. I that's the thing because he was a judge in Houston when I first moved uh-huh. to Houston, and pretty well respected and well thought of in the judicial community. Okay. And, um, and the further <laughs> I think it's something about going up the ladder in Texas politics because our lieutenant governor was a sportscaster in Houston. Oh, then, uh, then he, isn't he going to go to jail or how, how's his thing going? Damn Pat. No, that's Paxson. That's the attorney general. Oh, we, okay. we, we are running Tammany hall out here, man. Um, <laughs> no, Dan Patrick was a sportscaster in Houston. Then he was a failed restaurateur. Then he bought this little low watt AM station and turned it into a right wing propaganda machine, which, propelled him into local politics ah. now he's lieutenant governor so i think he's next in line for the governorship and he is he's a piece of work um never have liked him um and but but I, yeah i don't know what the deal is with that like i said he used to be pretty well respected and he's just like i think it's the further up the chain you go the wackier you get because um the more of an asshat you become. Or you have to be. I don't know what it is, but yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, I've always felt like that about, like, politics. It's like, you know, you get these guys, and the further up they go into the party, you know, they be, you're like, God, what happened to this guy? He used to be reasonable. He used to be this. And now he's like, uh, you know, a total pick-your-poison, you know, right-wing, left-wing, all aboard, all in. You know, yeah. we, we're not even trying to hide our whatever politics. I, I just. Um, yeah, I don't. It's uh, yeah, I think it's the old Bob Dylan adage. You got to serve somebody. And, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, <laughs> I think it beats beats day jobs is, is my guess. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. I just know <laughs> that. Yeah, you know, you like watch some of these guys and you just kind of like, what the hell happened to you, buddy? <laughs> you used to be, you know, well-intentioned. I, saw, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, the road to hell right there, I think. Um, there's a, I'm going to put a link to this uh, video in the show notes. I just remembered there, a friend of mine from work who sent me a link yesterday. Uh, I don't know, I'm hood, I put it on Facebook. You may have seen it. The... Uh, Alex Jones rants set to to an in, <laughs> to an that. indie folk song. It is amazing. And I, I started watching that a little bit um, on my. Uh, I just I, I was at the baseball game last night. Didn't have a great. I couldn't hear it. I couldn't hear it. Why is that? Uh, I just I couldn't get the speaker. Well, you're competing against you know baseball noises. Oh, oh, you couldn't hear the song. Okay. I mean, uh, I kind of got the gist of it. I was like, well, this looks like fun. I need to check. Thank you for reminding me. I need to check that out again. I'm fixing to throw it on the, uh, on the uh, Slurp Toast uh, page. 
on Facebook. So it'll be there. Um, but yeah, I'll put that video link to that video in the show notes. Cause it's, it's worth floating around some more. Um, it's, it's whoever did it. It's very, very clever. So, um, we appreciate clever. And you know, cause he lives out here, uh, near me somewhere in the greater, uh, oh, Alex says? yeah. So there's like always that chance, that weird chance you're like going to run into them at the grocery store. Alex Jones and Jimmy Vaughn and Kyle Chandler all live out here. So, uh, huh. you know, Kyle Chandler, right? Yeah. yeah. Friday night fights. Fights. <laughs> yeah. Our bloodlines, which is our bloodline, which we're watching right now. Uh, have you watched that? I have not. It's a, it's a, what, what platform is it on? It's on Netflix. Oh, uh, I can watch it then. You can. It's three seasons and out. It's uh, it's uh, set in the Florida Keys, family, noir, sweaty drama, Kyle Chandler, Sissy Spacek, Sam Shepard, uh, oh. Ben Mendelsohn, Linda Cardellini. Uh, I've looked at the IMDb. John Logozamo is going to be making an appearance at some point. But it's all... Uh, you know, this well-to-do family uh, in the Keys and all the uh, drama going on around when their, pro- their prodigal son returns home to claim, <laughs> stake his claim to to his place in the family. Um, yeah, so that's a thing. And it's actually really good. We've, we're about uh, uh, two-thirds of the way through the uh, first season. And it's only three, 33 episodes, so not not a huge, huge – Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I give you that. Give that a thumbs up. Definitely want to check that out since, since gotta, you have, have it available. Yeah, I was gonna say it's got to be better than my, my daughter's been watching Teen Wolf, the MTV one. Uh huh. Oh no. Do you ever wonder what happens when a show is not good enough to be on the on the CW? It goes to MTV. It goes to MTV. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not good. There's just so much ridiculous angst, and uh, I mean, I you know, my, I, 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 we found out that werewolves can smell cancer, which I was making jokes about the lycanthropic, lycanthropic uh, cancer treatment centers of America. <laughs> some guys sitting at the door sniffing you, and it's on oh, the moors. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Paging Dr. Talbot. Dr. Talbot. <laughs> Dr. Talbot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just having a good howl there, boys. Yeah. All right. Well, put him up on the table and see what we got. So, oh, yeah, that's so now, that's cancer. Now, do you get paid more <laughs> as, a, as a werewolf doctor if you can specialize in what kind of cancer they have? <laughs> werewolf doctor, MD. <laughs> I'm just a simple werewolf. <laughs> I don't know about your fancy technology. I see what you did there. <laughs> Unfrozen caveman lawyer. I know what you're doing. That's right. Oh, my God. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's too funny. What? To, I don't even know what the boys are watching. Oh, actually, Jack told me he's working his way through the Sopranos now. So oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So. Alex Jones is posted. The Alex Jones video is posted uh, to the to the to the slurp toast, to the slay, slurp toast Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, he oh, sounds. Oh God, like, he, it, it, does he sounds like a more deranged uh, 
roided out sling blade is what he sounds like. Yes. Let's go with that one. That well, no, I can, I, can, I can prove it. Here's sling blade. Mm-hmm. I like them French fried taters. This is Alex Jones. Buy my supplements. It's, it's, <laughs> he's just he's sling blade on steroids. <laughs> I think I just got a title for the episode. Sling blade on steroids. <laughs> uh, wow. This one has gone all to hell. I have to start over. <laughs> I hope you're talking about your drawing and not the podcast because I don't want to start over. No, uh, the drawing. The drawing oh, okay. is just okay. absolute. Which is so weird because I did. I had a I had a drawing and I had it like so uh it was so pure, not pure. It was actually, it had a good start to it. I had the, the head shape was right. And then I started looking at pictures of her and I was like, wow, that's a really pointy head. And then it's like, you're looking at it and like, well, <laughs> I, it, I, I thought it was like rounder on the top, but no, it kind of squares off on the top, comes down to a point. Um, it's really like a, a triangle shaped head. And uh, it's like hammerhead from Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Or flat top from Dick Tracy. That's a much better one. I <laughs> think flat top with Dick Tracy is the way to go. <laughs> Maybe that'll give you some inspiration. That could help. That could help a lot. That's what I'm here for. Just has this. Just it is just a strange freaking head. Because I'm pretty sure I can get the body. You know. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So while you're lamenting uh, Chris Cyborg's head, I want to talk about a book I read this week. (laughs) Uh, By the way, I started reading Mono Destiny. Okay, let's talk about that. We can do that first. Let's talk about that. So it was. uh, It's called El Mono del Destiny, isn't it? Yeah, del Destino. I think del Destino. That's right. La La Mano, which is weird because anyway. Yeah, because yeah, La Mano del Destino. Yeah, so got a problem with the title to begin with but uh, it should be el mono but it's a uh it's a it's a, a comic book written by jay gonzo i think written and illustrated if i'm not correct if i'm not mm-hmm. mistaken um set in the world of 60s 70s lucha libre and uh when i when i recommended it to you i i described it as uh if jack kirby had discovered lucha libre movies instead of ancient alien Theory. So instead of falling in love with uh, the the with the one where the coke can falls out of this guy, cherry to the instead of being in love with cherry to the gods, he was in love with uh, El, El Santo, Santo films. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, really and truly, it's got that kind of weird Kirby layout and the. Just, I mean, and it's it's the time period lends itself to his style a lot, and I, that's I kept thinking, and I mean, in the protagonist, El Mano del Destino. Uh, his costume is very reminiscent of his ring gear is very reminiscent of Mr. Miracle. Yes. Yes. Um, it is. Who we've discussed at length here. Mm-hmm. So I, that was another reason that it popped into my head that it was very Kirby influenced. And I don't, I, I enjoyed it immensely. I thought it was well done. I loved the fact that the uh, evil, evil promoter was wearing a nudie suit. That made me very happy. Um, the oh. rhinestone cowboy suit oh yeah that's called a nudie suit okay after the guy who created them the nudies (laughs) guy's name was something nudie i can't remember right now uh i'm gonna look it up but those are those those anytime you see those uh those suits those are called nudie suits after the man who created them joe nudie 
<laughs> it, it, I'm going to find it here. Uh, Nudie Cone. All right, then. He made them for like uh, Graham Parsons and all and Porter Wagner and all those guys who wore those bedazzled uh, cowboy suits. So, yeah. So, I loved that little nod to the time period. And um, I'll find a link that I can put somewhere to the book because it's well worth worth checking out if you're a fan of Jack Kirby or comics or Lucha Libre or really trippy art work and layouts. So, um, uh, yeah, cause I, it's uh it is a, it is a fun book. It I is just, I have just started reading it. So it does a couple, I won't tell anymore, but there's a, <laughs> it does a couple of things like the, uh, like the fraction uh, iron fist run where it'll, you know, when the action begins, they start like putting the names of the moves in the uh, onomatopoetic positions. Like, so that's kind of cool, you know, uh, brain buster, <laughs> whatever, you know, stuff like that. So that's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, El Mano del Destino. I will find, um, find a link um, for that. I also read uh, either before or after that one, uh, it was called... The Scumbag, Volume 1, Cocaine Finger. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. By Rick Remender. Now, um, this is one of those I took a flyer on just because it sounded amusing, and it turned out to be. It Essentially, the premise is, uh, what if uh, the greatest super... What if the super soldier serum was given to the worst possible person? (laughs) (laughs) So the scumbag, I'm assuming. You got it. The guy looks like uh, he looks a lot like Angar the Screamer from Marvel. Uh, <laughs> uh, kind of like a burnout junkie, drunk. Um, he's high on horse. Stumbles onto this fight between these two secret agents. Uh, drops his syringe. They drop their syringe. Parent trap ensues. He takes the wrong one. He's filled with these nano. Uh, nanobots that give him all these powers that are going to help save the world, but his demands are simple. He only wants uh, a flying 78 Trans Am, a fully okay. uh, fully actualized uh, sex robot. Uh, uh, so far, nothing out of nothing. A nothing. suite full of uh, beer and a Hunter S. Thompson briefcase full of drugs if, before he'll help. <laughs> And it goes from there. So that's it, your jumping on point. That's kind of yeah. That's issue one of six. Um, oh man, it was a lot of fun. It's not going to win any awards. <laughs> Excuse Bless me. You. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's one of those where you go. I'd read volume the- two if they do volume two. I'm going to read it. <laughs> he, he looks like like one of the Doobie Brothers. He's got the denim vest with the patches, the the bandana, the scraggly ass beard. Always oh, got a, cig- a cigarette or a joint in the corner of his mouth. I mean, it's actually a lot more fun than it sounds, uh, if, at least as a premise. Now, it actually, uh, but yeah, Scumbag Volume One. Oh, sorry, The Scumbag Volume One. The Scumbag. Cocaine. That finger. that that's one of those where they kind of get in there like I can't believe that Image let us do it. And it's like it's Image. They're gonna let you do just about anything. I think it was Image. Let me see. You are correct, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. One hundred and forty-four pages of imagey goodness. Yes. Imagey. 
energy goodness, huh? <laughs> there were no not pouches. Just goodness, uh, no pouch. Well, I'm not sure I'm in anymore. <laughs> but there was a Hunter S. Thompson briefcase full of drugs. So. Okay. <laughs> no, and it's like there's there's okay, and it's it's very politically forward. Uh, it's got the like you know it takes shots at uh, at the the white supremacists and Nazi trappings and uh, oh, nice. It's 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 wearing its politics on its sleeves. So if that's not something you're interested in, you may want to skip Agent Scumbag. But if you can take it for what it is, enjoy yourself. That's all I'm going to say. It is. It is what would have been like an underground comic back in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. <laughs> very uh, very Fritz the Cat vibe to the whole thing. Oh, Freak Brother illustration? Thank you. Yes. There you go. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Let us, I'm, I, you know what? What? I'm going to take a break, a quick break here from... See, the, here's a picture where she looks like a deranged old Korean woman. I mean, I, you know, I, she just, there's no makeup, but she's got the, the, the puffy cheeks. It's clearly after her fight. She's got a big cut in her head, but she got the puffy cheeks, the puffy chin. I mean, it, it, it just, honestly, it looks like if Triple H were a woman. <laughs> okay. She was, it is Santos. She's Brazilian American. Oh God. Okay. I get lends itself to a whole different set of jokes, but um, <laughs> scumbag cocaine finger, right? Yes, scumbag cocaine finger. Nice, Steve. <laughs> that's in your search history now. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so it's a little more. Oh God, come on, blow this up. I got to see this up close. And then, okay, so it's not so much like Fabulous Freak Brothers, but it's definitely. Uh, it's like if uh, Matt McConaughey took a turn for the worst in Dazed and Confused. <laughs> Just grew out the porn stash, slept on a, I don't know. Wooderson stuck in time. Or take Cheech and Chong, mash them together and make them gringo. I think that's it. That's it, yes. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, it's exactly right. They'll let you do whatever you want in image. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. You're going to read this now after you finish the Lucha Libre, aren't you? I'm going to try and find this, yes. <laughs> See, that is, again, thank you, public <laughs> library. <laughs> Holy crap. That's where I got cocaine finger from. Wow. Okay. So, the world's fate rests with the world with the worst person on it, the scumbag. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I loved I loved that he was specific. He didn't just want a flying car. He wanted a flying seventy eight Trans Am. He you gotta wanted, have standards. You gotta have standards. You know, it's important to know what you want when you gain those superpowers. Otherwise, government's just gonna come in and take advantage of you. Exactly. Because I mean, that's what they do, Mr. Jones. That's right. They're going to put nanobots in you, make you a super soldier, and then not get you flying Trans Am. <laughs> Bastards. No cocaine. 
Not on my finger, not on my pecker, nowhere. <laughs> Seriously, one of these episodes, I'm just going to do it in Alex Jones and not be able to talk for the rest of the week afterwards. Oh, you? Yeah, I was going to say I've done. I did that. We had a we had a retirement party. We had a guy who not a retirement party. That's not right. The dude quit. Um, a quit retirement party. A quit retirement party. He's going back to uh, Germany. Uh, no, uh, Slovakia. Um, where he's from and uh so he had he paid for everything himself he had a going away present party for for him okay his, his wife <laughs> in one of those moments where you're like um we shouldn't hire family hired his wife oh no Man, that never ends well right never so anyway, I mean it was okay, but uh, um, so anyway, he 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 he, uh, he they're going back to Europe, mm -hmm. and so he had a uh, a, um, a going away party for himself. You know, invited a bunch of people from the office. It was it was actually quite nice. It was quite lovely. It was very very nice of him to you know fund his own demise. Um, <laughs> You know, I totally forgot where I was going with this. Okay. What, 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 what started me on this path? <laughs> uh, we were talking about we were talking about cocaine about finger. Alex Jones, something about you did. Oh Alex. yeah, 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 yeah. So the, the 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 thing is, is that like I was telling the story of running into a former employee at a Hooters. Okay, so Kristen is out of town, and uh, I decide that I'm gonna. I've been working in the yard all day, so I've decided I'm gonna go and. And uh, uh, you know, treat myself to dinner. And um, anyways, I'm sitting at the bar, and I'm in a mark, you know, in one of my company shirts. And this guy slaps me on the back, big, big, giant bear of a man slaps me on the back, and he's like, "Oh, brother!" And I'm like, ah, "I'm not a brother. I work in the office. Uh, you know, not not a brother, not a brother." Um, but anyway, he used to work for us at some time. So he's like, hey, do you guys still have that one asshole working for you? And immediately, I named the foreman he's talking about. Like, oh, so-and-so? Yeah. I go, why is he an asshole? He fired me. Why did he fire you? Uh, we were out there working at this job, and, you know, we'd go to lunch, and we'd have a couple of pops at lunch, which is slang for a beer. Right. And uh, he was waiting for me when I got back to the, to the site and said, hey, you can't do that on the job no more. And if you catch you doing it, you know, you're gone. He goes, anyway, a couple of days later, um, we go out, we have a couple pops at lunch and uh, you have that one guy still work for a real nice guy. I go, this guy? No, no, no. I go, this guy? Yeah, that's a guy. It felt like an episode of news radio and Jimmy John, you know, or <laughs> Mr. J, Jimmy James. You know that new movie I'm talking about, Dave, with that one guy, Die Hard? No, Die Hard 2, that's the one. Anyway. <laughs> So he, he's telling he tells them the story of, of the owner of the company, the guy who founded the, the, the company that I work for. He goes, oh, I was working out there at the you know, GM and, and we're on a break and, and the owner comes in, he throws off his hard hat and slams in the court. And I'm telling the story in a beer hall. So I have to be loud and I'm doing the rah, 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 rah. Um, But anyway, he goes, anyway, so-and-so takes his hat off, he throws it across the room. He's cussing us out, calling us names, blah, blah, blah. He goes, and then so-and-so, the foreman on the job, just starts laughing his ass off. And the owner gets all mad. He's, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you so funny about this? And he's like, 
your toupee was in that hat. <laughs> Without missing the beat, the, 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 the owner goes, yeah, well, I'm mad at it too. <laughs> and that's why he owns the company. Right. So yeah, I told Fast him on his feet. Yes, three, three days later, I still could not. <laughs> That's the only reason I haven't done it yet because I well previously I had to be you know able to talk at the phones I don't anymore if I throw it whatever so we'll see um, one of these episodes I'm just gonna do it my beard is just out of control and a little I gotta get something done with that um, anyway um, yeah because you can see that on the podcast how out of control my beard is um <laughs> yeah i can hear it growing man <laughs> you might you certainly hear it curling up because that's the biggest <laughs> issue um i was gonna say i was gonna say something else because you know that's what we do on a podcast we say things <laughs> yes generally sometimes we have them written down <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's just kind of hey whatever happens happens it <laughs> oh i know what it was loki we oh, talked. Yeah, we, we've talked about our anticipation of Loki quite a bit. I haven't watched the episode that dropped today yet. Hey, have we talked about Modok? We did briefly because you'd watched it and I haven't. We can definitely come back to that. Let's do that. Okay, Let's talk okay. about Loki first. Um, okay. So what did you think of the first episode? Um, interesting premise. It wasn't as... Uh, as, as you, you didn't come away from it going, I've got to watch the next episode. Kind of like you did, uh, well, with Falcon and Winter Soldier, you wanted to watch the next door because it, it grabbed you and held your attention. WandaVision was kind of like, what episode, they, what decade are they going to do next? And right. are they going to make this interesting? Um, <laughs> so, you haven't softened your, softened your stance on WandaVision yet. No, I, I get it. You. I'm with you. It, it just, it, it was, it was... You know, I don't know. Wait, I get what they were trying to do, and I get right. how it all tied in to 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 uh, her past and everything. But it was like um, there's a blend. There, there's there's a balance between the catchy stuff and some little nugget or clue that that that, that uh, holds your right. Yeah. And the no, first was... couple of Wandavisions did not have. Not until till Jimmy Woo and, and Kat Deming show up. Yeah. Then you're like, okay, now now we got something. It's like the third or fourth episode, and you're like, now I'm invested. They took oh, there's only they, three episodes left? Uh, yeah, they took yeah. a little too long to get to there. But anyway, back to Loki. Um, I agree. Because um, I watched it with uh, Laura and the boys. And Laura got, and the boys. Oh, oh. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe... I've never thought of that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I, uh, it was mixed reviews at my house from, from the rest of the viewing public. But, I mean, I see what they're setting up. And if they, I mean, if they lean into it hard, it's going to be a lot of fun. And it was, it was a lot of setup. They had, they had a lot of table setting to do for this premise. And that's what that episode was. Sure. And, and I will totally agree with that. Um. The problem I see is it's only six episodes long, so that we've already burned one of them setting Ooh. the table. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It's going to have to go nuts in a hurry this week. Uh, yes, I would agree with that. 
this might be the one that should have been a little longer and one division should have been a little shorter. Although it may have been a function of how long can we get Tom Hiddleston to agree to be around? So <laughs> that may have been the bigger issue. Sure. Uh, no, it was, it, I, I am curious. It's only six episodes. Right? Yeah. I looked it up last week uh, when we were, after we watched it. Uh, yeah. Six. So, well, the Falcon and winter soldier was only six. So, um, and it seemed a little rushed toward the end. So that's my concern. Um, especially with a premise as it, that was a very straightforward premise. Falcon and winter but, soldier. Yes. It was a Tom yes. Clancy book with superpowers. <laughs> um yeah, this yeah. one's this one's i'm not sure you can do hitchhiker's guide nuts nuts balls in six episodes because that's kind of what i'm i'm getting the impression we're gonna get it's just like that just completely bonkers yeah and i think i'm gonna be really disappointed if we don't and that's gonna make me mad make me sad so but the, yeah it's good they got a lot of work to do in five episodes now so yes anyway i would agree with that as always as always cautiously optimistic that's right that's right um i you know i social media is not indicative of the fan base as a whole it's only the nutters who are on there who are like totally against it or totally in love with it and the 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 moderate middle is just you know that sounds vaguely familiar uh, have I ranted on this one before? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, kind of like <laughs> politics in general. Left and right, extreme corners in the middle has no say. Yeah, cats and dogs living together. Um, exactly. But no, because uh, uh, yeah, the, uh, some of the, the uh, some of the groups that I've been in have been just like, it's the best show ever, and you're like, for Loki. Do, yeah, after that like, episode. Yeah, and you're just kind of like, do you watch television? <laughs> Because I'd like to show you a little show I call Teen Wolf. <laughs> um, there's no way after that episode you can say it's the best show ever. You can say it's a show with a lot of promise and a lot of potential. I, I saw some of those too, and I had the same conversation with myself. No, not after that <laughs> at one episode. There's no way you can you can reasonably logically get to that point after one episode unless you just have your blinders on i'm sorry as much as i like tom hiddleston as loki he's amazing um and i think you know owen wilson was even palatable which has gotten harder over the years um wow man um uh, yeah. yeah, well, you know, you, you've divorced him from Vince Vaughn, so now he's actually performing as a actor and not whatever the hell Vince Vaughn is. <laughs> Vince Vaughn. That's all he ever is. That's actually not true. He used to try. And at, yes. some, at some point, he just leaned into being Vince Vaughn because there was a movie, it's probably 25 years old at this point, called Clay Pigeons. Where he was, it was like a West Texas noir thing, and he was like this good old boy psychopath. And uh, I want to say Joaquin Phoenix was in it because that would be a lot of fucking weird. Hold on, but he was really, really good in that. And I don't know that movie stuck with me for reasons I don't know. 
was Joaquin. It was Joaquin Phoenix, Vince Vaughn, and Janine Garofalo. Joaquin wow. Phoenix and Janine Garofalo were the law, and he was the the non-law. Um, oh man, nineteen ninety-eight. So yeah, okay. Janine Garofalo. I haven't heard that voice in a, no name in a while. <laughs> oh man, uh, we saw her do stand-up comedy one time in Houston. Uh, um, not great. Wasn't the worst stand-up comic I've ever seen. It was, she was, I think it was, it was a. She's from Houston, so it was like a hometown show. So she was nervous. Uh, her parents were in the audience. Um, uh, so, so her her twitchiness was amped up. Um, she was entertaining. I mean, you know, it was before she got all super angry about life, the universe, everything. everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Modoc, let's circle back to Modoc because I do want to talk about that some more. Thank you for reminding me. Okay, that, so Modoc, I'll let you go because I, I started off saying it's not the greatest, it's not the best. Somebody goes, "Is it worth getting Netflix or Hulu for?" And I said, uh, "No," but there's a lot of other great content on Hulu, so you know, knock yourself out. <laughs> um, if it had been a if it had been a uh, situation where I was watching it week by week, it might've been a hard sell. I'd have probably stuck with it because I love the idea of Modoc as a family man. And I love Patton Oswald. Sure. But being able to just sit there and just like binge through all eight episodes, it's like the progression you talked about on the last episode of our show. Uh, yeah, definitely there. Um, and when they, I keep saying this, but when they leaned into the nuts of that character, it got so much better. The time traveling back to college to re-woo his wife. That's great. Uh, multiple boat. I'm sorry. Spoiler alerts. But the then, multiple Modocs. The, the arcade. Multi- <laughs> Alan, Tud- Alan, Tud- Alan Tudyk is arcade. Come on. And basically playing him as the Joker. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I will say I did not see the uh, the ending coming. That was a was a surprise. Got a Planet of the Apes thing they had there. Um, yeah, because you kind of like didn't know what was going on, and you know it's like, look, we've achieved ah ha ha, and you're like, yes, the it it ended. I, the episode that turned it for me was when they had to go when he and the the scientist girl, the woman, mm-hmm. had to go to the training thing with the um i don't know whatever the, the silly, life put, decoys, silly, the silly putty people yeah and that thing went in there and went burp, 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 burp. <laughs> yes i was trying to remember which one was i'm gonna look real quick because i watched them all in one day while i was working i had okay. sitting but on my desk streaming and that uh, is the episode that turned it for me because at that point i was like oh yeah i'm in i i, I get this and she's like turning the manatee manatees into like kill machines or kill robots, and and you're just like, what the hell? And it, that's the episode I thought they really turned into the strange. And then you know Beck Bennett just basically being a Beck Bennett type of character. <laughs> and and I did enjoy. Why was it Gary Kyle Mooney? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I loved I loved the wife wonder man storyline where she was just using him for press <laughs> and, and, he was, his and his feelings were hurt at the end yeah yeah exactly i thought that was great i mean and that was the kind of seriously that's the kind of stupid shit you have to do with modok it can't be evil scientists it, it's a giant floating head i mean you gotta find 
you've got to find that weird entry point. Cool. And yeah. And, uh, and the, I think the and they voiced it right. Was, I mean, Patton Oswalt was a perfect voice for it. Well, they said, I, I saw an interview of him and he was like, they, he was, they was writing it. And I guess in like just some of the animatronic, just reading it out. Hmm. They're like, you should be, what you should be Modoc. And he's like, so I've got that for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. And, and yes, like you say, once he, um, once they found the hook, it just got, it got good. I mean, the idea of Modoc having a family, that's funny. <laughs> it is funny. I, I it needed a little enjoyed. work to flesh it out, but yeah. I liked that his kids and all of them had acronyms for their own names. Yes. That's not what that means. <laughs> I'm Lou. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. When they were at the resort for the management conference, that one actually was, I think, maybe my favorite one. Yes. <laughs> I like when he was trying to get that gang to help him steal the, 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 the I mean, we're talking C-level characters. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Yes. That one was really good. That was really, yes. When the armadillo was having the domestic argument in the front yard of his ex-wife's house. Yes. That one, that one was strong too. Yeah. 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 And just his complete obliviousness for most of the show was perfect. It's a giant head who has no clue what's going on around him. Yeah. Yeah, no, give it a I think we can safely say give it about three episodes uh, to find its feet. And uh, yeah, but that's once a, it finds it, it it's a it's a it's it's, it's a, a lot ride. of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not a huge commitment. It's 10 half hour episodes. So, you know, it's it's whatever it's it's a it's a day binge. <laughs> it is. And I, I think I binge it over like three or four days. But anyway. Oh, man. We were oh, yes, see... that ended up... yeah, go, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I was just going to say, we, we're going to see Patton uh, next uh, next February, I think. You just put tickets out. Uh, oh, nice. He's got fifth row. Ooh, look at you. Assuming there's not some, you know, new virulent strain of COVID in Texas by then. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Your power grid's not busted out. <laughs> Yeah, because he's not coming if he has to sweat. Either last episode or the one before I told you, I discovered that Apple Music has uh, has stand-up comedy. And I went back to the well today, and I did the, the Al Madrigal run today. That, oh, fun. That was fun. I, I love Cholo Soccer Dad. It made me laugh out loud uh, in my bedroom while I was working. And then I, I listened to uh, his last special, which I hadn't seen or heard. Shrimpin' Ain't Easy. Have you heard that one? Uh-uh. What is it called? <laughs> Shrimpin' Ain't Easy. Shrimpin', huh? Uh-huh. And as a dance dad, <laughs> you would appreciate it. <sighs> <laughs> dance daddy. Dance Daddy is hard. Well, he agrees with you. There's a whole routine about it, so you're going to want to look that up. Um, yeah, because we have dance recital this weekend. Oh, is this the uh, yes. Rage Against the Recital? No, yes, they, they will be doing that song. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they, they always do the dance recital 
on Father's Day weekend, which I don't think anyone understands that that is not an appropriate Father's Day. Gift. That seems a little passive aggressive to me. It does, doesn't it? Like, uh, it's not so much. Yeah, you. Well, you, oh, I heard you complaining about paying for it. Well, guess what? <laughs> now you got to sit through it on your weekend. That's right. Oh, and yeah, now, is it actually on Father's Day or is it on Saturday? Uh, it is on Saturday this year, but in the past, it has been on Father's Day. Oh, that's not right. No, it really isn't. And uh, but that is uh, the lot that. Uh, you know, that, that, that's the, I don't know what the right phrase is for that. That's, but anyway, you know, this, the right spell that's cast or the lot that's cast at the die that's cast. Fuck. This Chris Cyborg thing has really gotten inside my head. I can see that. Uh, it's really taken a toll on you. It, it has. I mean, it, it truly did. I did not, it was not, I tried doing this. Okay. Uh, I started trying to work on her over the weekend and Saturday I felt like, hot garbage because of my my allergies and the allergy medicine and i i didn't even make it to like nine o'clock i was just done boom gone out sunday i tried to do it and i'm just i'm sitting okay the computer i'm talking to you is the same one that i do the artwork on right right so i'm doing this uh sunday night or monday night the hell night is tonight anyway it's wednesday so here i am monday night working on chris cyborg Very. Now, if somebody's listening to that, they're not going to know that I've like pretended to be falling asleep in my chair. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but quite those, honestly, those, those noises followed by the sentence, "I was working on Chris Cyborg." It's it's yeah. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> okay, we're done here. <laughs> we're going to bed. Um, you know, and I feel bad because, like, Cyrus is like, hey, man, have you done Cyborg? I can't wait to see it. And he's like, yeah, I can't wait to see it either. <laughs> you know, I'm not, not feeling the love at the moment. It's just kind of, kind of, I don't know. I mean, you're, like I said, you're trying to maybe make it feminine. Because, like, if it was a dude, I would go hard into the, like you say, the lines and the angles and stuff. You know, it would just be all you know, just, just points, stabby points. <laughs> and uh, you can't really do that with a woman because I'm uh, pretty sure somebody's going to complain as they I, always do. Just thinking to myself, when you said all stabby points, I'm like, lean into it and go with the Madonna bra and just and <laughs> Just go all in. Just, just, just all caution to the wind. All triangles, man. All right, Cyrus. <laughs> I think this is the last one you're going to have me do. <laughs> this was a good run. It was a good run. I almost made it to uh, like 22 or something. I don't know. Oh, hold what? on a second. I want to show you something. I was rearranging and then I unboxed this guy. Oh, is that the McFarland? Uh, yeah, the Cygor. Cy Damn. Damn. Yeah. It nice. is a, it is a fairly cheap feeling plastic, but it's cool as hell to 
there's the camera. Cool as hell to look at. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you when you talk about cheap feeling plastic. Uh, those Marvel Legends figures mm-hmm. from Ken, you know, the, the the Kenner style ones. That is some cheap ass feeling plastic. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah. Well, wait a minute. Is that the, is that the original release of Cy Cy Gore? Cy That's the. There's like a new series he's got. The way he's doing some of the oh look, I put him he's behind me now. Um, I have that one over there on the monkey shelf. I have a monkey shelf. Okay, is it the original one on the monkey shelf? Yes. Hold on. There's the monkey shelf. You can see him in the middle there. Okay, there we go. My many iterations of Grodd and Sigor. <laughs> And the movie poster for the Ghostbusters movie that is yet to come out. For which one? The Paul Rudd Ghostbusters movie. One day. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. After Black Widow's released, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel bad for ScarJo. I do too. I mean, seriously. And we finally got the lady, we finally got the Marvel women and... uh, uh, Marvel can't seem to release that movie to save their life. Yeah, well, it's, or Disney, it's, sorry, it's coming up. It's coming up. What next month? Right? I think so. so yeah, and then that just opens the floodgate because then there's like eight more coming out this year. I think I don't know some ungodly number. They're just like gonna inundate us, Anund- and that might actually. <laughs> this is an instance where COVID may have worked in their favor, given the ones that are coming after Black Widow. Because we've had a dearth after they got everyone, you know, trained. You get a new superhero movie every year, maybe two, yes. and then there's none. And now we're going to give you Shang Chi, The Eternals, Doctor Strange two. Um, it's it actually may work in their favor. You might be right that there'll be enough interest there to yeah lead with Scarlet. Scarlet, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. No, we've done that already. Lead with Black Widow, who people have grown to love, and then again, lean into the weird. This is, I think, this is going to be. What's it? Sling Blade on steroid, aka Lean into the Weird. That's this week's title. Lean into the weird. That's it. So, that's all I got. I didn't have much going on this past couple of weeks either. Just for no, I just yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should just make her chin come to a point. Like you say, embrace the. Uh... Oh well, the hell with it. You'll figure it out. I will figure it out eventually. All Probably right. not before tomorrow. Then it's due. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Oh, okay. So I'm going to so let you. No, no, no. I, I need a break. Oh, that's been an hour. What do you yeah, know? we're almost done. Oh, shit. And now I'm like ready to, to, to walk away from it. <laughs> you can still do that, you know. Okay, here's what. Yeah, I can still walk away. So uh, uh, we'll do like. Uh, we can do a, a Funko thing. I'll do a Funko <laughs> thing. Like a, like a Funko rant. Give me know, a Funko right? rant to finish this up. Easter, I was thinking, I stopped writing those after this stroke because I think I got so medicated, I decided that it wasn't worth getting angry over this shit anymore. <laughs> That's fair. That's it, fair. it is fair. Um, but, but but what ended up happening, uh, though, is that uh, the meds have worn off, I think. Is what's happening. Did you stop taking so, them? 
Are they just not working think, anymore? I think it's not working anymore. Okay. The anger is just so bubbling up. No. Um, perspective. It's a lack of perspective. I said it earlier about how the, the, the you know, like I joined a, a, a page for collectors and honestly, I didn't know when I joined, but apparently uh, you have to have like a YouTube channel or something like every third person on it has a YouTube. So when you like scroll through the feeds for, you know, what, what posts have I missed? It's just like unboxing, 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 unboxing. Unbox. That's right. Here we go. Now it's the uh, the uh, other colorway of the car de asada. Um, <laughs> things on my desk. Oh, and we'll do another one of those. But anyway. Okay. So uh, Funko recently has put out like a couple of shop exclusives. And one of them is a Blacklight Ghost Rider pop. That's They, they kind of... They've done a bunch of black black light reactive pops, and they kind of the first wave was cool because they picked the ones that were from the posters that you know you you of course uh, <laughs> the Spencer's you, you, posters yeah Spencer's posters yeah you go to the Spencer's anyway the first couple were all the characters in those and they were really well done and then the second batch was like X Men characters like Magneto Gambit uh, Rogue which are kind of like still neat but not the originals. They did a Ghost Rider on his motorcycle. Very See, cool. Of all those you mentioned, the only one that doesn't make any sense to me is Rogue. And Gambit, he's got glowy things. Magneto, he, sure. sure. Ghost Rider. Deadpool. Wolverine in his original costume. Okay. It actually, it works. Um, but like, yeah, the first wave was Captain America, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, and uh, Thor. Okay. So, so anyway, this new black light comes out, and it's the Ghost Rider, and it's a shop exclusive. And uh, one thing I don't like about Funko collectors is that new ones call everything that's basically over like fifty bucks. That's a Grail. That's a Grail. And it's like, if you don't want it, it's not a Grail. It's just expensive. Just call it expensive, you douche. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> So anyway, this new one comes out and they're going apeshit for it. And it's like Instagram, Mega Grail, blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, guys, 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 perspective. You know, one guy is listing all the reasons you should invest in this toy. It's the first ride. It's Ghost Rider who's going to be really popular when, and you're like, never, never. <laughs> Ghost Rider is never going to be popular. <laughs> he said, no. Oh, after Blade and Moon Knight come out and they find a way to do Midnight Suns, you're like, no, no. No, the, no, the 90s are over. They're not going to do Midnight Suns. It isn't happening. Um, and and the, the, the killer thing for this is that it's oversized, right? And so okay. pop collectors, they have a thing about boxes. They have a thing about being able to display their collection as a wall of pop. Mm-hmm. And this pop is oversized. And as I told him, I go, I'm sorry, people won't collect this because it literally will not fit in with the rest of their pops. It's oversized. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, no. Look at Bakari. Look at eBay. It's $250, $300. And I'm like, look at the sales. $180, $170, $160. Sales are and I swear to God, it's like trying to reason with a toddler, you know. <laughs> you just can't do it. <laughs> At least you know the toddler's going to shit his pants. Um, 
just going to get tired and take a nap. Yes. Exactly. It's a grill. No, it's not. It's a grill. It's a. (laughs) They will punch themselves out eventually. Collectors won't. Collectors don't. They just find more reasons to get spun up. And and you're just, you're like, you're grasping. In general, I find when collectors are looking for a reason to make their their collectible unique, um, it just becomes a stretch, (laughs) you know? The sticker placement is perfect. I'm going to have it graded because that sticker is right there. I mean, I got my measure. I had one guy who told me he could tell if a pop had been opened by holding it under a black light. And I'm like, that only works if you came inside the box. But <laughs> yeah, I'm loving the monkey behind me, by the way. I like it. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, it's also funny to me that that most collectors are, they they really try and like go high road on this stuff, <laughs> you know, like oh it's it's this it's this it's pristine it's that and that. And I've always found it it's a, it's it's a monkey wrench or, or or knocking over the apple cart when you just come in with profane just awful stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, everybody likes that character. She's a comfort. <laughs> Wait, okay, you froze on the punchline. <laughs> Everyone loves that character. She's a... Uh... Cum dumpster. Okay, that's what I thought it was, but I wanted to make sure we got it recorded for posterity. That's right. Uh, and that one will set people off, and then eventually somebody will complain. <clears throat> I got I got chastised for uh, talking about how collectors or flippers will rape the community mm-hmm. and you know somebody's like if you've been a victim of sexual assault that's not funny to you and i go i'm not saying it to be funny i'm saying it because these are horrible awful people who are out to take advantage of you despite your best efforts to prevent that from happening and yeah i think they're kind of predatory in that passion <laughs> oh man <laughs> that went over like a fart in church didn't it well even oh, though yeah. the analogy sound <laughs> Oh no, it was a sound analogy. And I just said, and she, she's continued to be upset. I go, and it's amazing to me that you who propose, you know, say that you care about the community are going to spend more time and more energy fighting me over the use of a word than you are being upset about what's really happening. Um, Well, you just can't use that word. And it's like, sometimes you got to use words to get attention. And that one got yours. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not apologizing. No. Now, the other fun thing Funko has done is uh, MLB mascots. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, so you, the lion for the, the Royals? Yes, Slugger. Uh, Houston Astros, Orbit, which is Orbit, this weird... Orbit's, Orbit's awful. He looks like a, uh, I don't know what you want to call him, like the love child of the fanatic and uh, Wally the Green Monster uh, for Boston, the Boston Red Sox. See, and that is with it being Boston and Philly, that could have happened. Yes. <laughs> they, got, they got drunk outside of a Wawa's and uh, made themselves <laughs> this thing they had to send away. Yeah. <laughs> to the family in Texas. <laughs> to the family in Texas. <laughs> You're going to go live with your aunt for a while. <laughs> then we go to tell people that, you outside know. Outside of Wawa. That was perfect. <laughs> 
Oh. I gotta make up for the rape thing. But anyway. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I don't. This is a safe space. Um, this is safe. Oh, good. <laughs> Woo, Snape, snowflakes, welcome. Um, but actually, if you can, you, uh, uh, they are actually fun, the, these, these little guys. For the Washington Nationals, I have a little Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, that's um, cool. Which is actually a very cool one. And, uh, you know, I kind of been picking some of them up when I can. San Diego Swinging Friar. Oh, that one I want. That's are, a good are, one. are they blind boxes or are they? No, no, no. They're regular pops. So and where do you find them? Um, well, you can find them on eBay, but the prices are kind of high. You have to shop around. Uh, there's a guy named John. He's a friend of mine. He owns a company. I'm doing a plug for John. Uh, hey, John, Vid- you're getting a free plug because we don't charge for him anyway. That's right. Vid Guy Collectibles. Say it again. Vid Guy. Uh, Vid Guy Collectibles. Is it dot com? I think so, yeah. Video right. yeah, vid guy. All right, I'll find it and put it in the show notes. Tell John we're gonna hook him up with our I will. Hey, you know what? We have an international audience. I don't know if I've said this. I looked at the stats and stuff. Uh-huh. We have downloads from the UK, from Canada, from the US, from Vietnam, from Australia, from uh, Nigeria. Okay. Uh, that's a friend of mine, he's a prince. <laughs> he's, he's taking care of your money for you isn't he he is yeah he's helping me out with some finances stuff uh, i'm helping him out he's helping me out there you go that's how friends do no but like the the host, getting product <laughs> the, the host um gives us all the breaks it down by where the downloads come from so every time i upload a new episode i check it out and i was looking at it last night when i was setting everything up in the new situation here uh-huh. and uh they, yeah we've got uh we've got an international audience very nice are they repeat downloads or some of them some, some of them, them. some okay, of them good good right. yeah we've made some sort of an impression and people aren't just like <laughs> exactly so i'm going and speaking of which i'm going to take a take a crack at uh um seeing if i can get some press passes out of this gig i'm going to take a crack at uh, aew uh, the Cody Rhodes uh, wrestling company. Nice. They're coming back to Austin. Uh, we're like their second uh, full-blown live show. Um, and so they're, Jack and I are going. And so I'm going to take a crack at it. I nothing to lose. All I can tell you is no. You know. Exactly. No, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, we got Planet Comic Con coming up in August. But I, I found that I, I like going to just... The, the con is... They tr- they try and stretch it out to three days. Mm-hmm. But there's really only enough for two, um, and quite honestly, there's truly only enough for like one long afternoon. Um, if you're not getting autographs, because like, so when they had the last one, I I, I took the day off from work because I was going to go on Friday, mm-hmm. and um, they had a bunch of the cast members from Princess Bride. So, okay. I took Kristen's copy of The Princess Bride, and I got it signed by uh, Carrie Ules, 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 you know. Uh, yes. But, yeah. Elwes. El- Elwes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> who who looked, who looked bad. I mean, he just looked like, uh, you know. Chris Sarandon, who was phenomenal, he was great, because uh, somebody told a baseball score, Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, we, we, we beat the White Sox. And I was like, yes, because you're a baseball fan. I go, 
I really like to see my team beat the White Sox, whom I do believe should be in prison, the whole organization. <laughs> and he goes, I love baseball. I like that spirit. He, he talks about uh, meeting his current wife and that on his date. He goes, yeah, he goes, I, I got to take my, my now wife on our second date. I took her to a, to a suite at a Yankee Stadium. And I was like, well, that'll, that'll work. And he goes, yeah, I must have because she's my wife now. And I should have said, are you sure it's not because you're the pumpkin king? But I- <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got that signature. He was great. Uh, he said, go to like, I think one of the lines from the movie is like, look at the back of the book. Or, go, skip to the end. Skip to the end. So he writes on the front, skip to the end. And then you go to the back of the book and he signed Chris Sarandon. Nice. Nice. Because we were were laughing about that. And he goes, how about if I do this on the back? I go, yes, absolutely. (laughs) That is awesome. And then um, Fezzik was there. Wallace Shawn. And he he was not signing with any quotes from the Princess Bride. Really? Well, that's stupid. So he just... Was he doing quotes from my dinner with Andre or what? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Just writing his name. Just doing personal you know uh my my best warmest wishes to you all is well wallace Shawn. <laughs> okay but in order to get those signatures i want went in way too early it was started at the doors opened at, at 10 no i'm sorry the doors opened at noon i thought they opened at 10 so I was there at nine, which put me third in line Ooh. with this one really, there was with one kid who looked like Jack Black and had no personality and no game, who was trying to get with this girl who was a little hottie. And I kept trying to like throw this kid some, some you know, just kind of give him some setups. Wingman in him. I was trying to wingman it, but it only works if the person you're trying to wing for knows what the fuck they're doing true and little jackie jackie blacklet did not know what he was doing he just it was like hey man i because the girl she pulls out i go oh wow birds of prey she goes yeah i want to get him signed by ant you know i go oh yeah i go i i, I said the, the guy who created the not the birds of prey but the um bombshells the dc hmm. bombshells the guy who did all the pinup illustrations that they based the books on his name is ant Soups. Anyway, and he just goes by Ant or Bug. I don't remember. But anyway, I knew who it was, and so I was like, "Oh, that's really cool. You're going to get him signed by him." She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, we got the book out," and uh, the guy goes, "Oh yeah, DC bombshells are really cool." I was like, "Yeah." I go, "She's really into those." You you know? And he goes, "Yeah, they're cool." And I'm like, "Are you?" Oh. Oh. And it was just like that all morning long, you know. And then he starts talking about his clinical depression, and I'm just like, you know, wow, trying to wave him off, things, kind of things you know. dried right up. Mm-hmm. And she was actually willing to talk to him. She goes, "You look like Jack Black. That is so cool." A lot of people tell me that I look like Jack Black, and he like did some little poses and stuff. And then he proceeded proceeded to talk about how he wanted to be a professional wrestler, and he was trying to find a gimmick. I go, why don't you just go with, uh, you know, Nacho Libre? I mean, you've already got the Jack Black look. Just throw on the blue mask, dude, and you're there. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, that would be so cool. Well, I, I don't, I'm sure that's who my character is going to be. And it's like, 
just you know it's like in doctor who they have like perception filters that you <laughs> don't notice the tardis <laughs> You can't help those who won't help themselves. That's how it's the end of the, end of the day. He was a walking perception filter. Just absolutely no idea what was going on around him. Oh, man. All right. Well, yeah. I think my wife and son are home with my food, so I'm going to call this one. That's fine. Okay. I'm finally woken up and walked away from Robot Girl. <laughs> I wish you the best of luck with that. I don't. I look forward to seeing what you come up with, but I, do I don't. Too. I don't relish the task at hand. Man, the the last batch he sent me was just it was very nondescript sides of beef, and uh, <laughs> I mean, one of them. I, I just was like, why can't I get his face? His face is just a square with a pointed chin, and he's got that douchey smirk on his face. And, and for whatever reason, I just, it's like I crashed into the wall. I've, I've done like, you know, 15, 16, 17 of these guys. And I just was like, could not make myself do number <laughs> 18. <laughs> ah, and then he, he hits you with Chris Cyborg. And well, you know, the yeah. rest, the rest is history, as they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my Alex Jones is going to start having the sling blade at the end of it. I, it's really what's about to happen. <laughs> Hit your tinfoil hats out, Doyle. <laughs> some folk call it conspiracy. Some call it a call it insurrection. Truth. I call it call it America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I just saw my hook for my Alex Jones impression. This is awesome. All right, that's it. We're done. That's it. Episode twenty-three is in the books. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Until then, I'm still Bruce. I'm still Steve. And we'll see you the next time on Slurp Toast. Bye, y'all. We'll be drawing Chris Cyborg. <laughs> <laughs>